Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about Ingram Spark. So yes, that means that I have uploaded my manuscript to Ingram Spark today, and I will tell you that I have been trying to upload this same manuscript for the past three days, but I have been receiving formatting errors. So I painstakingly stayed up until 12.30 last night, removing any um, possible errors that would come up. So I do want to go back, now that I'm telling you that, I want to go back and just talk about Ingram Spark. If you go ahead and sign up um, for an account, they will send you a coupon, or they just did for me, Um, for this month, for June. So it's June 2019. So all of you guys that are following along with me, I want to encourage you that when you go to sites, always sign up, log in when you're researching because you might not use them, but you might. And I sign up for promos and um, newsletters because even though I might not use their site, um, someone else could that I know or I could read interesting blog articles that they've put up that I'm sure they've thoroughly researched before they're putting on a major platforms. So I want to encourage you, number one, to do that. So when I registered for Ingram Spark, I received a get your first book upload for free. It was like all caps self pub. And it worked. The promo code worked. It would have been $49 for me to upload my book, but I did not have that issue. Um, in order to put your book on Ingram Spark, you need an ISBN number. And I've already had an episode about that. Um, I went on Bowker. I've received um, my ISBN codes. I put those numbers into a spreadsheet so that way I could go ahead and know which version goes to what and how I've assigned it. I went on and did my Library of Congress. Um, input with the same ISBN number because I'm hopefully going to receive a an acceptance to that so that way I can have it ready before September 13th in order for me to um, put it in for the print copies put in that designated number I also was trying to work a publicity plan and I will say by June 1st 
here was my goal. By June 1st, I wanted to have, have my book edited. Well, that moved a lot quicker thanks to pro writing aid and staying up late and having the weekend for Memorial Day. Everything fell into place and all the formatting that I did, I still had issues with Ingram Spark. So I definitely want to talk about that because I would have had no clue about any of this. And I wish that I would have prior to. I didn't receive any kind of tips from anyone on it. So I hope that this tip show is going to help you. Or you can pass it to someone else that's possibly going to be on Ingram Spark. And I also... Um, watch tons of videos just on how to do like basic formatting for print books and I researched and made my own template for um, an Excel type sheet a Google sheet that has all of the um, special features things to consider when outlining books and laying them out and all of the typesetting so I did a lot of work prior to this submission when I went on to make my um, book become a live print book so I could go ahead and start getting advanced reader copies. Um, I'm going to talk to you about the reasons why I wanted to do that and to get it up on pre-order. I want my pre-orders to go live by June 13th. That is my deadline for my pre-orders on my publicity plan. Well, on Barnes & Noble, if you go on there today, you can type in Jen Lowry and you will see the Hartwell Chronicles ebook already. I think I bought my first copy. Um, it came out of my, I bought it as soon as I got the email, so that means hopefully I got the first copy of my own book. And um, it hasn't shown up on my um, draft to digital page yet that it has been um, purchased. But I know it has because today it came out of my bank. So that just lets you know that it, it's uh, a few days later and then it popped in and uh, accumulated in my bank account. So my book has been purchased. Um, I do that for all my books. I know that sounds silly, but I do. Um, so here, um, the pre-orders. I'm going back to pre-orders. My plan was for June 13th. That was be that would be the day I would do the cover reveal, the pre-order announcements, the you know kind of like the pre-order launch party. I'm going ahead and sending out a newsletter in the morning um, for all of my newsletter subscribers. That um, so I had to make new um, 3D cover art. Um, I worked on um, a new cover. I had to do that. I have. A, a special episode about that about cover blues um, so a lot has been going on with me so I have not been on social media as much because I've been focusing on you know submissions and it's pretty typical just like any other site when you're uploading a book you know you need your name your title subtitle you need um, the page count and you need to do an accurate page count um, and there was a tip that somebody gave me. They said you better make sure it's odd, is not it's not an odd number because for some reason it had a problem with an odd number, um, and it came back. So I made sure I had um, an even number. So I had 290 pages. I did have 330 pages, but by the time I reformatted, I went through. Um, I removed a couple of the images. I changed the font. Then I went to Garamond. Um, I'm going to look and see what that looks like. But if I want to go back, 
I'll pick a different font. I just want to hold up my hand. I want to look at Garamond. Um, I'm very particular about that. I really love books that have special fonts and um, like pretty fonts. And so I want to see what Garamond looks like in the book. And that will be my first um, art copy. So another thing you need to consider is distribution. Because I wanted to go wide with this book, I did have to understand about wholesale discounts. If you do not understand wholesale discounts at this point, please research that before getting onto the Ingram Spark platform because you will have a place where you have to tell how much you're going to charge for your print book and then what percentage are you going to allow the wholesale um, the wholesaler a discount in order for them to um, be able to make a profit off of your book as well because they have to then stock it into their stores. So I've already made the decision that my ebook is going to be $7.99 and my paperback book is going to be $13.99. And I did global distribution with the same exact price. I did library distribution with $13.99 even though I was getting an error saying you need to do $15.99. Um, I just did not want to do that. I've, I've heard people say, you know, go wide, go higher. If you make it higher, then you can then discount it later. So I do have time to go in and change it to $15.99. It's not going to be released. Um, but the pre-order, I have until June 13th when I want that to go live. So that gives me some more time to research more about the wholesale um price i didn't do the i think it was 55 percent was as high as you went i did 50 percent that i would give them a 50 percent discount if they purchased so that would be maybe an incentive for barnes and noble and other local bookstores to take a chance on me when i'm not a um, well-known ya author this is my first ya release and sweet potatoes coming out next year with the traditional publisher so that one is going to be available of course through my publishing company but um to get my foot in the door i thought about that 50 percent um and just i went with that i felt good about it but i still have time to adjust and look over as far as what i want to do with the um the price and see just to make sure that my $13.99 is um is standard so then you know you've got to set up your page numbers how many images that you have so you need to go ahead and um count up all of your images because you're going to have to put that in there then when you get to the upload piece when you're going to have to put in your cover and you have to put in your manuscript make sure that it's in pdf and that your fonts are embedded and it will not take times new roman fonts which i would have no clue that that would have been the case because like when i'm writing academic research i had to use you know times new roman i figured this was very standard well for some reason maybe it's me maybe i'm not pushing it incorrectly so it could be user error times new roman would not um, pop up and all of my line breaks page breaks all of my um, headers and footers um, all of those were in times new roman 
So I had pages and pages and pages to go in and um, switch around. So that was a huge, huge undertaking. So you're talking at the very beginning of this, 300 you know, plus pages, as well as the images had to be in 300 DPI for color or black and white. And then if it was a line image, it had to be 600. And so what I had to Google, what is a line image? Because I thought that that meant like page break images or things like that. That's not what it meant. It means if somebody has a hand, like it looks like it's drawn with lines, like if it's a drawn image. So then I had to uh, go back into some of those pictures and change those to 600. Um, but I used GIMP for that and I made a separate um, YouTube video tutorial for that. GIMP is free. You guys know me. I'm, I'll try to give you as many resources as I can. And it was easy to use once I knew what the tricks were. So I will encourage you today to go ahead and download GIMP for future use. And then we can learn it as we need it. Um, oh, I just sat down on the couch. Hallelujah. Happy Friday. Um, I'm trying to think. So, so the images were giving me a lot of problems and the fonts. Well, once I got all of that set up, I realized that it wasn't the font that I had originally chosen. So I was like, daggone. And when it went through, I just said, well, maybe it's meant for it to be this font. So I am going to try a different font after I get my first print copy in the mail. Um, so heads up on any images that might have a transparent background that will not go. Like it won't. You, it'll not let it go past. So if you do have that, a transparency issue, fix that. I actually had to Google that. I didn't know that I'd done it. Um, so that lets you know my advanced photography skills. And that was just because I was playing around with the fading and, and doing layered pictures and things like that. So that was my fault again. Um, so learn from that. So you just have to make sure that there's no like transparent um, problems it says that some PDFs won't support that with the print or whatever it gives you this error message so when I was first doing this and I was uploading my manuscript and it would come back I didn't see up at the top where they would give you a PDF so this is extremely helpful on Ingram spark I really like this about the platform when it comes back with the errors, it doesn't just give you a summary of the errors. It actually shows you like which pictures had the problems, where your um, fonts, for example, are wrong or whatever it is. And you click on the PDF and everything that's blue, it's you're good to go. But everything that's red, you need to then have your manuscript and you go back and forth. Um, if you have two computers, that would make it super easy. You can just keep scrolling, scrolling. Um, what I would do is I would find where it would be. Then I would look at the word on the page that I could go straight to that page in a fine box. And then it would get me there and I would fix the error. Um, but that is tedious work. I will let you know. A lot of that could have been done in the front. That's why I now have a Garamond, I actually named it this, Ingram Spark version of a template and when I get this back and I look at it and then I try the next font then I'm going to name it that and it's not like I'm trying to be secret but I forgot the name of the font but it's a really cool looking um scratchy looking hard type font but I want it to be easy for the eye 
Um, I'm ready for them to do the dyslexia fonts. They do have those um, for accessibility for any of my readers. So one day when that comes easily available and commercial free to use, definitely going to go that route. Um, when I went through the process and I finally got it to where I had to check off that there were a couple of my pictures, including my author bio, that said it might not be the best quality. And I had to agree that when I got the print copy that I let it pass because I did everything. I, look, I looked at the images. I didn't know what I'd done. I said, well, let me just try it. I'm going to be playing around with proof copies anyway. So I went ahead and I wanted to go ahead and get it up there. I wanted the manuscript there. It's kind of like in the shell form. I mean, it's as good as it's going to get right at the moment. And I wanted it there so I would have time to set up for my pre-orders. Because when I got my notification back that it was sent through, it said it would take one to two days that they would take and look at it. And if they saw anything that would was like visually, I'm paraphrasing, but if they saw anything that was like visually standing out that needed to be corrected prior to print, then they would contact me. So I'm really in prayer that everything is going to be okay with this just to get me through to this round one so I can hold the book in my hand. Um, I've been looking at a lot of things between glossy and matte. Um, I have my devotionals in matte, but with the YA, the glossy is more popular for YA books. But I've also had people say that it's really difficult to make a lot of um, cool picture art and things with glossy. So with the flash and everything. So I'm going to just play around with Matt, with um, the glossy. I want to hold the glossy in my hand. When my friend Pooja's book came in the mail and I held her book up, it was beautiful. And it was glossy and pretty. And I loved it. So I'm definitely going to, um, I think when I read hers and read, it's called Unveiling Jesus. If you've not read Pooja Chillicurri's book, you need to get it. Even though it's not the week of the Passover and the passion for Jesus, um, that's a book for every day of the week. Um, but her book was so beautiful. I was like, you know what? I really, I want to try glossy. I want to see what this looks like too. So um, always got to try, right? And while I'm doing these rounds, I'm going to try it. Now, the month of June 2019, there is a special right now that you can upload as many times on Ingram Spark uh, without paying a fee. So that means that when I get the copy in the mail, I'm going to do express shipping, though, because I don't want it to take like seven to ten days and then I lose my opportunities. So I am going to pay a little bit, but it's probably going to be um, cheaper than forty nine dollars. So I'm going to look at that. I'm saying I'm going to do express shipping. Let me just look and see what the different prices are um, for the shipping. But if it's not a lot, just to get my one book in the mail, then I'm definitely going to jump on that really fast and, and get me a, a copy as soon as I can. That way, um, whatever, not only am I excited, but whatever I need to correct, it'll give me like a little window. And then I can pop it right back in. And that might take two more days. You Who knows? Um, if this is what the, the process is, then I might not be able to get but like two to three uploads in for the month of June. So that means by the end of June, I really want the book to be stellar. Like I want it to look um, phenomenal, right? I want it to be the best that I can do. And hopefully, I, you know, I got it around this time, the first time, but 
you know, I've got to check the image quality. I've got to make sure that I want to keep the images in there because if they're distracting or if they don't fit through to the margins, I'm going to delete them. I, I do not want them to look tacky in there. Um, so I did purposefully shrink a couple of images. I made all of the images fit the entire page to hopefully where the print just runs off the page. Then I made some that I wanted smaller, but I didn't make them crooked or anything. I just made them straight on the page, but I made them smaller underneath the text just so I could see what that also looked like to see if I needed a bigger sheet for those, a smaller sheet, what would I need to do as far as formatting. So um, if I would have been smart, um, I would have taken and done half of the book like the first page, one font, and a second page, another font, because I was working between multiple fonts. Um, I would have been smart. I would have printed those fonts instead of just going with straight Garamond. But now that I'm talking to you, here I am thinking about it. But like I could have done a whole chapter in Garamond, a whole chapter in the journal one, a whole chapter in a different one. Because I had like her song lyrics were different, the journals were different, the... Um, The, what am I trying to say? What, what else was different? Oh, and then the regular text was in Garamond. It was different. So that's what I um, kind of wish I would have done now before getting that print copy. If I get a really fast turnaround, I might go in and play um, with the PDF again and put it up there um, just to see what it looks like and then make my final decision. But my husband was the one that told me he really liked reading Garamond, so I kind of did that one for him. Um, and let's just see what this looks like. So, I want to tell you that with Ingram Spark, trying a new platform is always a good thing. You know, I can watch YouTube videos all day long where these authors talk about the batches of books that they got and how this one was printed one way, this one's another, and they're holding all these different books up from all of these different sites that they're doing to print on demand or what they call, you know, the POD, the print on demand sites. And they're showing the comparisons. But the bottom line, until I do it, until I get that Ingram Spark book in my hand and I have my children look at it, my husband, and, and we evaluate it and we hold it up against my Bible devotionals. And I know it's really hard to do that because... What I've produced with the Hartwell Chronicles Teenage Exorcist is way more advanced than I would have ever done. I didn't know um, years before about all of this in the industry, and I'm so thankful that I'm growing each time I do something. But just the paper feel, the quality, um, the print quality, the texture of the paper, just how it all, the heaviness, how it all feels, everything. I'm just interested to see all of those aspects um, and then be able to make my decision. Because I do have my ISBN number. I can delist a book if I want to on any site. Um, I have multiple ISBN numbers. So if I really like the Ingram Spark platform and I've tried the draft, the digital platform, um, and I can weigh out the two of those, I might take and make in my ebook with a ISBN number, put it up on Ingram and have them all housed in one spot. But right now, I'm, you know, I'm working draft the digital, and so far, their customer services ha has been phenomenal. I would say that's like the best customer service 
seriously other than Chick-fil-A. Um, so I will, you know, encourage you by saying, you know, research different platforms, learn what's out there, and then try some things on your own and see what you think. So I'm wishing you all the best. I hope that a lot of the tips that I have kind of pushed into this conversation have helped you. And I'm yawning because the staying up last, late last night and every night this week and all over the weekend, and it's a Friday, it has caught up with me. And I'm going to take a nap. So uh, happy napping, happy Friday, happy weekend. Don't stress yourself out. Enjoy life. Meet your goals and congratulate yourself. And guess what I'm doing to party tonight? I'm taking my family to Buffalo Wild Wings to celebrate Ingram's Park and Drafted Digital and Barnes and Noble this week. So I hope you guys have a blessed one. Bye. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.